Watch the video version of this podcast at olderandwiser.com. How long have we known each other? <gasps> Math. Uh-oh. Let me think. I got to... Ch- um, At least 30 years. Maybe more. Maybe 40 1987 years. was when I came out here to... 35 to years. Okay, so 35 years. Do you know my phone number, Susan? No. I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know your phone number either. Welcome to Older and Wiser, folks. I'm Bob Bates in Los Angeles, joined as always by my friend Susan Sakura up there in Northern California. Hi. So today uh, we're going to talk about that, among other things, including um, what appears to be a continuously rising level of stress in the world. Apparently, this new survey shows that the world is more stressed out than ever. Gallup did this poll. 120,000 people were interviewed across 122 countries. So you can see why it took a lot of work to compile the data and and get the results. The year between 20 and uh, 2021 represented the greatest increase in stress levels in the world ever. Does that surprise you at all? Not. It doesn't surprise me. It, first of all, that encodes with, coincides with the pandemic. You got a virus out there that in the beginning, before the uh, before the vaccine was available, uh, if you got it, worst case scenario, you could end up in a hospital or in the morgue. Um, then you got the vaccine, and then it was day to day, and the kids are home. All that stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's it, it, it was a level of um, uncertainty, and uncertainty creates stress. Right? If you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, yes, you worry. Yeah. Yeah, we are, we are not uh, Zen Buddhists. We don't, you know, be here now kind of thing. We're not we're not living for the moment. We're thinking what's happening tomorrow and where am I going on vacation and what's going to happen next year. So that that took a real shift for most people. Yeah. The other thing I wondered about, though, with this is was it that we were not stressed as much before, even given those things or taking away those those extras from the pandemic? Or was it that now we had time to have to look at it because we couldn't go out and do other things and we couldn't run around as much? Ah, that's an interesting uh, thing to consider because Mm -hmm. suddenly we were in our own head more than ever before. We were thinking about how we were feeling, Mm -hmm. worrying about stuff without the ability to go out and do anything about it or distract ourselves by being out at the office or wherever we were. Or commuting there or navigating traffic or stuff. I mean, just all of that stuff. And it's a, it's a, the, according to Gallup, this is universal across the globe. All sure. countries experience this spike in stress. Um, in and, particular, and, and so was the pandemic. So and the so time. was the pandemic. And, Absolutely. And other countries locked down sooner than we did, and more dramatically uh, than we did in the very beginning. And so mm-hmm. that time was maybe the universal factor that was there to say, "Whoa, let's look at a few things." I don't know. Remember, remember Italy right before we locked down, Italy was uh, completely shut down. And we were seeing these reports of these poor people uh, unable to leave their homes. Literally, they wouldn't let them leave their homes. Um, That was a scary time for for those folks. So I'm sure their stress level chart began ahead of ours, probably. But when you worked out the logistics of that, and at some point, um, many people, I don't know how many, did. They did because they had to, whether mm-hmm. it was uh, working from home and learning Zoom and all that uh, and having groceries delivered. Um, once you got that into a routine of its own, you still had this extra time then 
that you weren't spending running to or from commuting or worrying about other things or going or meeting. And you had that time to look at it and say, boy, I, I don't feel great about things. Right, 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 right. And that and that feeds on itself kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, different countries had different experiences and those uh, played on their stress levels. Sure. Uh, Afghanistan, of course, uh, experienced the withdrawal of the U.S. and a complete change in government as the Taliban uh, took control of the country. Um, and they reported the very highest spike in stress levels uh, in all the world. And, right. and not surprisingly, right? Can you imagine seeing a complete shift in government um, in which you re- you return to a repressive, conservative um, uh, government that takes away most or all of your freedoms? Mm. That would Unfortun- re- Unfortunately, terrif- terrifying. I, I, we can all start imagining that. Um. <laughs> this this survey was completed, or at least the data was uh, collected prior to the invasion of Ukraine. But imagine the stress levels of the people in Ukraine. It, it must be beyond anything we can imagine. You can't. I think there's a level or a limit to how well you can adjust to constant fear, constant anxiety, constant panic. And to watch oh. this, to witness this from afar is uh is frightening as well but we just can't imagine what it would really be like if we were living there and the level of hope that you see ahead i think diminishes as long because you're in this and you think when is this going to be over Mm. and instead of getting better maybe it gets worse or it feels worse or you're more you're more aware of it and so it feels worse every day even though maybe it's gotten a little better today than yesterday or last week but you're so aware of it today than you were two weeks ago or last week that you think gosh how much longer can i do this well, it's no comparison, I guess, to uh, a, a government takeover or a, or a war, but uh, inflation is certainly something that affects Nothing. our stress Absolutely. levels yes. because we're 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 everything costs more. Don't you hold your breath when you're ta- you're filling up your gas tank? Uh, I don't look. Yeah, I put the credit card in and I try not to do the math because it is pretty terrifying. Yeah, and then and then you take it in the car and then you look at. Well, I feel the same way. I don't go below a half a tank because I know that if I had to fill the whole thing up, I would probably, you know, I'd drop dead at the pump. I feel the same way about restaurants because I simply can't think about it too much as I'm in restaurants because if I do, I just won't go to one. You mean the cost uh, of... The cost of food, the cost of drinks, the you know going out. I met my wife um, yesterday at a, a little Mexican restaurant, uh, like happy hour time, you know, about five o'clock, to uh, just meet up for a margarita and a bowl of chips and catch up on the day. And as we left, um, the tab was eighty three dollars. So there went eighty three dollars out of the wallet. How many margaritas just, did you drink? Well, <laughs> we did. We did have. We did have two mar. We had two margaritas. You know, not fancy margaritas, just your regular house margaritas Each, and a, a bowl piece? of chips. A piece. Yeah. So that's so four margaritas. Four margaritas, okay. margaritas okay. and the it's chips. expensive. Okay. Admittedly, yeah. I guess what I'm saying here is though that when you go to a restaurant uh, to to do anything uh, these days, 
it's going to cost you a lot of money. So you have to kind of almost close your eyes and just try not to think about it. Mm -hmm. According to this new survey, consumers spend 40% of monthly food budgets on restaurants. That's a lot. Now, you're not one of those people, I know. But it is interesting to realize that that's the average, that um, that people are spending 40% of their monthly food budgets on going to restaurants. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you suppose the reason for that is? Because obviously there are cheaper ways to fill your belly than to go sit in a restaurant. But people mm -hmm. will forego those options in order to be able to go out and eat with friends. I think a lot of it is based on what we just talked about in the beginning, which was I've been through such stress, I deserve a treat. I don't care what yeah. this costs. I'm not going to do it every night. I'm not even going to do it this week and next week, every week. I'm just going this one time. I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, I think we've been locked down in COVID for so long that now that we've got a little breathing space, we're relishing the uh, ability to go out. And we now, don't want to let go of that again. When, when you and your wife went out for the margaritas and the chips, did you wear masks? We were outside, so no. Okay. We were yeah, I on think the patio. I, that's kind of the um, California and probably some other places. That's the advantage for California. We don't even have. I mean, we do have hot. We do get hot weather now, but we don't have the humidity on it. If it's eighty-five degrees out, you can still sit out there and have a relatively pleasant time because right. you don't have the humidity making you feel like you're in a steam bath at 85 right. degrees. True, true. So you can eat outdoors and I think that's safer. You don't have to probably wear a mask because you're you're you've got you're the you've got Nobody the you know what? I will say this about masks. Nobody's doing it anymore. It's only us in Los Angeles and up there where you live near San Francisco, the urban centers uh, are still kind of paying attention to this stuff. But Whenever you travel outside of that zone, we were recently up in uh, a rural area of California. Listen, there aren't any masks. Nobody, nobody's wearing masks in crowded restaurants. It, they're completely over it. And were the so, restaurants were they kind of outdoorsy in the sense of windows? Some and of them, no, no, indoors and outdoors. No, I think yeah. people are dining indoors uh, almost back to full capacity now. They, they just, just simply. They're done. Aren't worried. Yeah, they're done. They Except are Except the, the virus isn't. That's the problem. The virus is coming back. Apparently here in Los Angeles, they're already getting, uh, they're already talking about reinstating the mask requirements for indoor That's up here too. stores and gyms and all well. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it could come back. But I, it will be interesting to see if um, rural areas are able to reinstate anything because I seriously doubt that the public, uh, more rural communities, they are no regulation is going to get people to put masks back on. That's what I'm thinking. The only problem with, with it, of course, is that the, the virus really gets the last word in the sense that if it becomes a problem again, it accelerates enough, people are hospitalized, people are uh, seriously ill, um, then you're going to have to react to that somehow. And you've got, you know, you've got things that are still going on, like school. Kids are pretty much back in school. I mean, right now it's summer, but when they, they'll probably go back to school. But a lot of teachers who were getting older and close to retirement and wanted to do a few more years, a lot of them said, so long, I'm out, because right. I can't stand having the mask on all the time. Yeah, the masks are tough all day. I don't know if you've had to wear one for more than a couple of hours at a time. As I retired people, it's we don't really have that problem so much. But 
But if, uh, you know, if you work for a few hours and you're in a space, it's hard to yes. breathe. And I, it's, I, I teach a yeah. class um, uh, to some seniors and I have mm. to wear the mask. Now, the class is only an hour. And I find that even if I'm under one of those really light ones that are not as protective as the other ones. I mean, if I wear the other one, I can't I can't stand it for five minutes. It's itchy. It's I, I can't. I'm, gasping for air <laughs> yes, so yes, i don't know yes, how yes. people do it for seven hours so, like yeah that. you understand how regular folks who have to be at work every day are just hard over the mask and they they figure and, and perhaps with some logic that <clears throat> these days if you're vaccinated and there are medications that you can take if you get it the chances of you dying from it it's just not as severe of an illness as it was in the beginning. So maybe we maybe we can let our guard down a little, allow ourselves to get it if we need to once in a while. Although if know. there's this new variant out, you have to, I mean, I think it's not, I think you're not as sick. I hope I'm not misstating that. So don't quote me anybody, but I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but um, it won't necessarily, you're not as protected as they thought you would be with the vaccines, even if you've had all the boosters. That's, right. that's what I that's heard. Right. So I'm that's waiting right. to see because I fully expect they're going to say, OK, there's another one you need and you need it now, probably for. Yeah, I, I, I'm expecting that. I, I'm looking forward to the next vaccination. Actually, I can't wait. I, yeah. You know, I, and I want to be more specific to the to the, uh, to the virus that's, out there. that's yeah. out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all contributing to our stress, I guess. All of this. Yeah, right. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, you don't live in a vacuum, you know, <laughs> and so all these things that happen, you react to them because they're happening in your life. It's not like that's happening to the people across the hall, but not me, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's all it happening in our life. Way. It's happening to us. We feel it every single day. Absolutely. All right. Um, okay. I came across this item in USA Today. The headline, how many phone numbers do you know by heart? And it turns out we don't know. <laughs> we don't know phone numbers. Hey, do you remember your uh, phone number from when you were uh, a little kid growing up at, you know, do you just still remember it? I think so. Okay. You know, yes, give me I just do. the last seven digits. Yeah, I remember it was, I think it was Long Branch 60964. Does that sound right? <laughs> it could have been See? the people across the street. Don't call it. It's, it wherever it is, you're not going to get anyone. But it be long because it went to it. It actually started with the city. That's how old I am. Um, and then it went to all digits. And then you know. And then of course, right? It's they the used code. to put number. Yeah, they used to assign a letter to the numbers initially to help you remember it. That I guess they thought seven digits was too hard for us to try to remember. But if we, I hate when they put the name down, and then I then I got to go hunting for the numbers. I'm thinking just put the number printed, down. Yeah, it was printed on the phone dial, you know, like oh, yeah, yeah. T yeah. was, you know, we gave you the number. Our our number was 8390611. I will never forget it as long as I live. Mm -hmm. um, but yet I haven't, that number hasn't been uh, used, uh, or at least not by my family, for what, 70, 60 years, probably uh, 55 years, something like that. Stop doing, yet, the math. You, stop doing the math. You're depressing me and you're stressing me. <laughs> it's stressing us out. Let's try not to remember how old we are. You, you, you're ratcheting up the stress levels here. So what does that say about our memory? Certain things <laughs> get hammered into it and just ridiculous statistics, things we simply do not need anymore, get hammered into our brain. But I only know my wife's phone number 
my and my two daughters' phone numbers, and those are the because only numbers. Because it's all I know. in here. It's all That's in the right. phones because we've got it right there. Now, if you forget the phone, if you don't charge the phone, uh, if you need something in an emergency and the phone is in the car and you're on a table in an emergency room, um, you better know some number, you know, and it's it. it it shouldn't be somebody from your childhood because that's well you're not listen we're not alone in 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 not knowing any of this according to this recent survey uh by whistle out which is a consumer focused website according mm -hmm. to this 80% of those surveyed have slightly more than a handful of phone numbers memorized so most of us 80% of us how big is really, the hand well let's let, let's say 5 let's say 5 digits okay so I hate to tell you, I, I know I know one of my really good friend in the city. Um, and uh, oh, I know my aunts in New Jersey. Oh, that's good. That's good. Is this because you've known them for long before the advent of smartphones? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yes. at some point along the line, you had to memorize them, I guess. I don't remember actively memorizing phone numbers, but I guess we must have. You know, I'm one of these people, I hate to tell you, that even if I would get on a plane to go see my family on the East Coast, I would always take a little version of my phone book in my purse. Yeah, me too. Always yeah, had, always that had with a me. printed now, version. Now, everybody's got that on the phones, uh, maybe. But again, you know, also, gotta, we, if we actively dialed the number every time we called, pretty soon you would just learn that number. Right. Nowadays, we don't actively no, dial the number. We button press a, a button. Yeah. 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 So um, it's funny here. It also says that one in 10 of us can't even remember our own number. You know, I hate to tell you this, <laughs> but when I got a mobile phone, the first one, my little flip phone years and years, decades ago, um, I did put in, and I noticed everything is alphabetized, right? So yeah. I, I didn't want to hunt and all that. And I, I wasn't, I don't have the patience to go through all these. How do you do this? And what, how many steps for that? I, that's what oh, I Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But what I do is I would put A, my phone number. In other words, A number for me or something like that. Um, <laughs> or A slash me. And that would be at the top of the list that way. So if I forgot my own phone number, it was there. All right. Uh, finally, today, we're talking about texting, which is something you've only recently gotten into. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. How are you? In, first of all, you've had your smartphone now, I would say, six One months. One year. A year. It's, it's been, been a year. A year. Yeah. Uh, and did you jump right into texting right away, or did uh, it take you a while? I had to because my um, friends from college, the, I, I call them affectionately the Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> okay. yeah, anyway, those friends, we yes. Zoom, and they said, you've got to text, you've got to text. But then, so I've started texting. Uh, yes. And what's your question about that? Well, when I have, you... I have thoughts. You have thoughts. Okay. I know that... There's a lot of uh, protocol uh, that's involved with texting. Uh, there's shortened uh, acronyms for things, you know, like LOL means laugh out loud, loud and stuff like that. Although I never laugh out loud at a text and then put LOL. In fact, I don't think I've ever used the word LOL. I say ha ha because I just can't bring myself to use these little acronyms because I, I, just, I never... Okay, well, let's talk about emojis, because that's what this final survey is about. Seven in ten Americans believe that messages are incomplete without the use of an emoji. I guess you have to be visually oriented or 
Mm, what's the word? You just want to play a little game if you okay. like the emojis. I used to think they were silly, but I'm probably overusing them now because I do find they do. A picture is worth a thousand words as long as you. Yeah. What do you use? What's your favorite emoji? What do you use more than anything else? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. So if easy. you say to me, "Do you want to pod tomorrow at a certain time?" If you texted me, I yeah. I could type yes and find the letters, or I could just hit the emoji for thumbs up. How about hearts? Do you use those? Like, I oh, use, I love I, that. Yes, I use a yeah. heart, and I use a purple heart when I'm. That's my um my sign for I'm done. I'm out. Goodbye. Because otherwise, <laughs> that's the other thing. When does oh. it end? Yes. Hi. Thank you for the card. You're uh, welcome. Oh no, uh, <laughs> no problem. Uh, oh no, that's all right. Oh, it was my okay. pleasure. Oh no, really. Good when to know. I will now know if I see a purple heart from you. We're done. You're, right? I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm goodbye. That's You're goodbye. over. We're yeah. over. Right. Uh, there are, I, I did actually, funny thing about the hearts, I looked up the different colors to try to determine, well, it, doesn't it all mean love ya kind of stuff? But no, there's actually a variety of different meanings on the oh, different no. hearts. Oh, no. What does the purple one mean? Um, the purple one is actually a <laughs> sexual attraction. Get so you're you're indicating as you're leaving the conversation love you want to have sex with you is what you're trying to say to people so Don't you better watch up. that now, who, says? who says google it up google it up you're no, gonna no, find no, out. no google is not the answer because google is not some person sitting on a rock somewhere <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of this you know what google sit down wait your turn take your number at the deli that's what i say do you know what the eggplant emoji is susan i i saw it yes i've seen it there's a whole food yeah. section yeah 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 you know what that means um i think it just means eggplant mm. no it means male genitalia so if 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 you're saying oh i heard they hooked up last night you're you're you you would use a, a an eggplant listen my girlfriends and i that i text with we're in our 70s <laughs> well be careful with your emojis especially if you're tr working you know dealing with someone you're working with or someone uh, you don't want to use the little kissy face that's bad no, I, don't don't, use, I wouldn't put that don't on. use the tongue hanging out don't there's there's one that's just a pile of poop don't use that either i've that's seen that I, i've used that maybe once or twice <laughs> but not often only in uh, reaction to something really irritating Maybe old people, maybe old people just shouldn't use emojis altogether. Just maybe just to be on the safe side. I oh, don't know. speak for yourself. I am not too old to use an emoji. I still think the <laughs> thumbs up is okay. I don't buy the idea that because the heart is purple that I'm trying to have sex with somebody that I'm not. <laughs> I, well, okay. You know, I, I, all these rules, they come down from on high. Yeah. Now in social media, people go, well, if it's on this, it must be so. No, right. it's not. Well, good. Good, good. I, I go. agree with you. I agree I'm with you. I'm cranky. I'm cranky. You're cranky. Listen, we're about out of time. Before we go, though, we want to get your final thought for the day. What would that be this week? Use the emoji you want. Use the emoji you want. You heard it here from Susan Sakura. That's our thought for the week. Hey, folks, thanks for listening uh, to Older and Wiser for all the stuff that matters when you're 50 plus. Visit us at olderandwiser.com. You can watch it there, too. Not only listen, but you can watch the video and see what Susan really looks like as she's yeah, and, and being cranky. cranky. Face. Yeah, you'll see her cranky <laughs> face. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.